Welcome back, everybody. It's your time to add up on the Ed Up Experience podcast, where we make, we, 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 we do, we make education your business. I've been talking all day. My tongue is just getting twisted. Uh, we're get, we are getting close to the end of the day, uh, but the, the, the information that our guests are bringing to this microphone is getting better and better and better as they move from session to session and they talk about what they're doing with their work as they get insights from Lucy and Lucy and partners here at eLive 2023, New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh man, what a, what a day this has been, Elvin. How's your day been? You don't come on the microphone very often. How are you doing right now, Elvin? Amazing. <laughs> All right. See, I told you that sound effect is not a sound effect. It's always Elvin talking to the back in the background. Yeah. I'm going to bring in my guest right now. She's got a lot to say. I'm going to get her name right. I guarantee it. Her name is Rupa Saran. Chief Information Technology Officer at Coast Community College District. How are you, Rupa? I am doing well, and thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. We appreciate you. Um, talk about Coast Community College District. Um, this is not our first time coming across somebody from CCC, CCCD, right? That's um, right. Your former president. We interviewed him. He's actually one of the members of the 125 in our book. I remember the interview like it was yesterday, but it's not. He's since retired. Uh, but you're do, you're the chief information technology officer. Tell us about uh, the district. Tell us about your role. Of course. So Coast Community College District, we are comprised of um, three colleges. Of course, we're community colleges in Southern California, um, Orange Coast College, Golden West College, and Coastline College, and our our total FTES is about twenty two thousand now. Amazing. But but this has dropped though. Enrollment has yes. been dropped. So we were much higher. But uh, this is what it is. Pandemic, blah right? blah blah, right? Yeah. So that's kind of our uh, makeup of our students population for our district. And my role as Chief Information Technology Officer, I serve all three colleges. We are central, so we don't have each. Um, you don't have IT. IT at each school. You have Correct. a central office. Central office, and I think it's, it it does really good things for our students and faculty because now you're giving them the standardized system, standardization of how do you work your classrooms and things like that. So do you use the same technology across all three schools or are you migrating technologies across all three schools? Interesting question. And uh, <laughs> so when I joined the district, which is a little over nine years ago, and that was the time that we did the centralization. And I, I came right in the middle of it. And was that your initial? Oh, you came in the middle of the centralization. It, it just started. And at that time, the first initiative was to bring our email system as one system. So prior to that, each college had their own system, right? So that's how we started the centralization. So, so far, it took some time, of course. Change is hard, right? But now we have a lot of our systems are one for all three colleges. So of course, Banner is one, the registration right. is one, our learning management system is one, and a lot of other things are, you know, email system, office, um, single sign-on. So for students, when they move from one college to another, or faculty member, it is the same experience. So they're not doing different things in three colleges. Are, you, are there any technologies you still have to migrate through across institutions? Or are um, you pretty much where you want to be? I think we're almost there. The only thing what we are doing, and I am really happy that all of our three colleges, whenever they bring in any kind of new technology, we're bringing all three colleges and say, okay, Orange Coast is asking for this. 
is this something would be you know beneficial for other two colleges is and it like a majority rules kind of thing or is it it has to does every school need to to use it that's an interesting point for you to be as as a chief technology right. officer this school says they need it this one says they're not sure and this one says no who wins you know <laughs> right. who wins the game right and sometimes what happens is you know one school really want it right away the other two are not ready yet which mm. is fine but they know that technology is here and then whenever they're ready then we bring them on we don't want to have a same kind of a system three different versions right mm. so three different vendors three different colleges that is not something what we want and we have done a great job bringing all of them in one standardized tool if you will how many staff do you have talk about your infrastructure do they work s certain schools? Do you work across schools? Talk about how it is operationally, functionally. Sure. So my department is comprised of 50. We, we're a total of 50. And each college, we have our team members housed at each college. And we have directors there as well. And then we have kind of a dotted line. Right. Mm -hmm. They report to me, but they also make sure there is a dotted line reporting is happening with colleges, with their VPs and the president. Ah. And and um, at the district office, we have certain folks sitting at the district office, but they are all it's not like when you're sitting at one location, you only do the job for that college. But you're always looking at it times three. Correct. Like I'm doing this job. How can I do it for the other two schools? Right, right. Do you have to train your staff to think that way? Is it is it innate where you hire somebody on? And you go, you're just going to have to think about these three schools. You're, you're going to have to think about all three schools. But, you know, one school calls with problems and all of a sudden all my time is going to one school. And am I like, does everybody have to balance that time? So it's initially nine years ago. You're, you're absolutely correct. And it's a really great question. The mindset was, okay, I only do things for Orange Coast. Mm. It took some time to say, no, whatever we're doing, if we need something else from Golden West, you're going to do the same thing for them or whatever the service we need to provide for them. So it's now it has become more like a, it's just a business as usual now. So oh, our, yeah. our team members are Sometimes they're, they are sitting at one college, but they're traveling to the other two colleges mm. as well. And my ultimate goal, and I think we're almost there, is for our team members and the colleges to know everyone. And so now that, you know, usually colleges will only know a few members from IT because they sit there. Yeah. But if somebody else is there, they should know who they are and the team should know. And it has been happening a lot lately with all the different implementation we're doing. I want to make sure the staff is kind of going everywhere. Yeah. They get to know the, the functional users and the functional knows. And it's not just one person. Right. right. So it it's is, easier to rely on one person, your go-to that fixed your computer that one time. And you're like, oh, Elvin can fix my computer. I'm going to call Elvin again. But Elvin might be on a project exactly. at a different college, and he's not going to answer my calls. Then I'm going to get frustrated. So I have to go to whoever can fix it, right? I have to be able to put a ticket in. You're using a ticketing yes, system, we, I'm, sure, I'm sure. We are. We are. And we should never have a single point of failure, yeah. period, right? So Elvin is allowed to go to vacation. So when he's <gasps> yes. out... Somebody else should be able to do the job. You're really not allowed to go. Not when it comes to the other <laughs> experience. Neither of us can ever take a vacation. Yeah. And, and you know, our users should not be suffering, right? Mm -hmm. If someone goes on vacation, that doesn't mean the work stops. So by doing this rotation or 
have team members go wherever they are needed, that helps both ways. And it's working out well. So you're here at Elucian Live. Um, you know, why did you decide to come to this conference and what are you hoping to learn? So this is not my first time. I've been in this Coming, conference yeah. for quite a few times and I, I truly enjoy it. The biggest thing is for me to collaborate with my colleagues, right? And then networking and also with executive team with Elucian. This mm -hmm. is the time that we get to meet with them because I belong to executive um, uh, um, the track track. Were you in the uh, were you one of the unfortunate members in my um, icebreaker? I was. OK, I got hit right on my face with the, yes. the paper ball. <laughs> but it's a long story, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to reach out and find out what the icebreaker was, I, I could tell you. But it was fun. It was fun. Right. It was fun. And then I am also a member of um, Illusions North America Advisory Council. Oh, wow. So that that is really exciting. Because this well, you is get where, to see the stuff on the horizon, right? You get to see what's correct. coming. Correct. And also, they, they ask for our input, you know, from really thought leadership and <laughs> the strategic planning, So, which is great. And then on top of that, that sometimes whatever the input you had provided, you see that was really heard and they are making those improvements. So that is exciting for me. So I always look forward for that. Are you here by yourself? Or did you come with other people from your team? I... From my department, I'm the only one mm -hmm. this time because of some restrictions with the travels. Yes. So yes. yeah. Well, and you guys are state, of course, you're state state funded, and you got to make that dollar stretch. Yes. That's one of the things about state funded institutions, community colleges. As we know, we've talked to so many community college leaders, including the former president of Coast Community College District, um, and I could never say his last name. Weiss, John so Weiss. He's Fenning. a former chancellor. Well, former chancellor. Yeah. And. John Weisfenning. John Weisfenning, yeah. And I, he was just an amazing a guy to talk to uh, in higher ed. He had so much knowledge about what was going on. He was worried about community college students returning to community colleges. How are you guys doing? Is this a focus? And how is your technology adoption and evolution helping solve that problem? Yeah, so it is a concern. Yeah. And hence, you see the drop in our enrollment. And, uh, you know, one thing is, it is community colleges and a lot of people do come back for reskilling or yeah. upskilling, right? We're not really the high school students. They do come to us, but that's not the majority. Right. We have a lot of community members joining us. And as far as technology, we have made a lot of changes upskilling our infrastructure, cybersecurity piece of it, so that it is available, accessible to whoever our learners are, then we can provide that. So that helps them to do what they need to do. And and we're trying our best to, you know. We're all trying our best, that's for <laughs> sure. Students are, you know, it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's a, this is a tough industry to be in for a couple of reasons. People are, are leaving executive positions faster than they ever have before. You know, as a, as a CTO or in, in chief technology officer of any kind, when you lose a staff member and you're in integration of some kind or in process, that hurts, right? It sets you back. You probably have Gantt chart timelines and all those kind of things, right? Sprints and otherwise mm -hmm. to, to keep upgrading. And if students aren't getting those technology services and the staff aren't getting those technology services, then you can't recruit and you can't retain and you can't. Do so there's a lot of dependency upon IT to deliver and a part of that delivery is never receiving, in my opinion, the proper praise that IT teams need, right? Nobody, we joked earlier, it was the, pres, uh, the CTO of Georgetown 
nobody ever calls and goes, you know, Rupa, the system is just the network. It's just been fantastic today. <laughs> Thank you very much for your service, right? Yeah. It was just, the network was so fast, you know? And, and that is true. We only hear when there are problems. Yeah. You know, we don't hear to say, you did a great job. The implementation went on time. It is really wonderful. So I... I personally am sensitive to that piece, right? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter IT or whatever other department. There are other departments doing different things. So I make a point for myself to acknowledge that. Even without a problem, sometimes I would go to a different department and I would go and thank them. Oh, and they so would look at me yeah. and it's like, no, I'm not here for anything else, but I wanted to say how much I appreciate you. In your you own do. leadership, you're saying you're, you yes. have more awareness over yes. making sure. Right. That some, when something's working well, you tell somebody it's working well. Exactly. Because yeah. that is really needed and we forget to do that. So, mm -hmm. yes, we don't hear that, but I try to do that, you know, because I would appreciate that. Well, and you know, one way to do that is to what you're talking about, too. If everybody knows who's working on your team and they know who to go to, sometimes that does, it can happen, especially when you're talking to that person about a project, but it's not typical of IT departments in general. What, what makes this a successful conference for you, Rupa, as you walk away and you go home tomorrow or whatever day you go home? This has been a successful conference for me because what? Well, I learned a lot, a lot of things on the horizon about the roadmap, where Elucian is going with what technology they're bringing, you know, their SaaS solution. Yes, it's maturing and it's exciting what all is coming and how we can start using that technology and what in turn, it's going to benefit our students, right? The technology that what we are seeing here, it, it is evolving yep. and our student needs are absolutely evolving, workforce is evolving. So what can I do? What technology can I take it back? And then start kind of start thinking, right? Whatever I'm learning here, it's not going to happen tomorrow. Because right. that's something that we have to strategically plan. We have to make sure awareness is there and then get buy-in from stakeholders. Yes. And then go and implement that. So So there's the process. Oh, and there you're is. thinking about working through that process exactly. if you have something. Yes. Onboarding people that are going to buy into the project, funding. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Are you thinking about that as you go session to session? Like, how can I fit this in if I find something? Is that always oh, going? Always. And and working with my CBO, right? It's like next year budget planning. Okay, what all do we need to budget for? There's an increase. There's an escalator. If we're bringing new technology, how much is it going to cost? Cybersecurity. How much is it going to cost? Is it a one-time you know, funding or is yeah. it going to be ongoing? So all those, as I look at it, that is the first thing that comes. And then what can we do system-wide too? Not just our district. And uh, if we can bring something system-wide, economy of scale, right? If yep. we want something and if all districts, all 73 districts in California, we all need that, then why not go in that direction? Um, uh, economies of scale aside, is there anything that you would say to the state of California besides this? Show me the money! I mean, you'd want to say that, right? I mean, you got to have more money. Let's be honest. Community colleges need more money to serve the students that they serve with the expectation that we have that they serve the community, right? Yes, yes. And, and you know, that's something that we have to really think it through. Yeah. What, what funding is coming through and prioritize. What is going to be the most important thing for our students? And that's the thing that knowing that we have limited funding and how do we take advantage of it and what can we do to help our students and to me 
whenever I have to make any kind of decision, either funding, resource, whatever it is, if I put the hat on for like, how is it going to impact our students? What benefits they're going to get? It really helps prioritization. Piece, yeah. You know, because sometimes a lot of us forget. We forget why we're there. We, we get into this thing about, uh -huh. well, this is my project. I want this. But is it really going to help our students? Our students. The students have to be at the center. Talk to me about anything else you want to say about Coast Community College District in the state of California, the three schools that you have, anything at all, open mic, you want to talk about your team, you want to talk about what's going on, anything at all, the mic is yours. All right. Well, Coast Colleges, that's kind of like because we Coast have college three colleges. Coast Colleges is what you say for right? sure. Yeah. yeah. So come to Coast Colleges. We have three colleges, three of them offer very different, right? If you're looking for something more traditional college, we have Orange Coast College, which also offers housing now. Oh, for wow, community congratulations. Colleges. Yeah, it's, it's rare. And then we have Golden West College, which is a lot more on career tech, right? We have police academy, we have nursing, and we got Coastline, which is innovative. So really pre-pandemic too, they're online college so of course now it's more and more so we have a lot to offer we have 400 plus degrees and certificates that we offer those programs and uh, we want our students to come and a lot of flexibility that they can do what they need and we have tools to offer yeah, and i've seen some of the pictures of uh, these colleges they are beautiful beautiful yes, we got campuses. a lot of new buildings so, yes, yes beautiful yes um rupa what do you see for the future of higher education I see learning everywhere, mm. learning from everywhere, just like what we do with, you know, Wi-Fi now. No one even thinks about it, right? It's everywhere. Unless you don't, have, well, you really think about it when you don't have it, when <laughs> your phone is taken away from you and you're going, yeah. I can't, no yeah. Wi-Fi. Correct. So think about it. Students are doing it right now because they're doing their TikToks, their YouTube. Yep. It's everywhere. So now that's the future. That's what we have to meet our students. That's what their needs are. And then we really should take advantage of that. That's the future is coming. And another thing is it has to be personalized and yes. accessible. And that, you know, how wonderful this would be. Someone who is in really rural area, but they can access education and they don't have to worry about travel. They don't have to worry about housing, additional fees but they're getting their knowledge, they're getting their education. So that's the game changer. Exactly. And it's exciting. Well, we're glad that people like you are working to solve these problems for higher education. Your guest today, ladies and gentlemen, her name is Rupa Sauron. She's Chief Information Technology Officer at Coast Community College District. I hope I said your last name right. Did I? Almost. You, you got it. All right. Um, did you have a good time in the podcast today, Rupa? I did, and this is my very first podcast. And so thank not you your last, for... though. Yes, yes. And I... it won't be as fun as this, I promise you, <laughs> going forward. Thank with, you for having me. With that, ladies and gentlemen, and it's been a pleasure. You've just ed-upped. <laughs>